From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, Election Day, November 8, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. Many local races and issues are being decided around Ohio. Statewide, the big race features Democratic Congressman Tim Ryan facing Republican J.D. Vance to succeed Senator Rob Portman, a Republican who's retiring. Other statewide races are Republican Governor Mike DeWine going for a second term against Democrat Nan Whaley, the former mayor of Dayton. Also up for grabs, Ohio Attorney General, Secretary of State, Treasurer and Auditor, as well as three Ohio Supreme Court seats. There also are two constitutional amendments on the ballot. Additionally, all 15 of Ohio's U.S. House seats, as well as all 99 seats in the Ohio House, will be decided, and 17 of the 33 seats in the Ohio Senate. Ohio's two candidates for U.S. Senate were still campaigning yesterday, the last full day before the election, and so were Democrat Nan Whaley running for governor against Republican incumbent Mike DeWine, who attended former President Donald Trump's rally in Dayton last night. Owen's Richard Solomon reports. Republican candidate J.D. Vance was just outside Dayton for a Trump rally. We're going to have a red wave all across this country, and you all are going to make it happen. Let's get to work in Washington, D.C. No more talk. It's time for action. Democratic candidate Tim Ryan made a stop in Northeast Ohio, where he stressed the importance of every Ohioan voting. To take your position as a citizen, which is the highest title in this country, it's not president or vice president or senator, it's citizen. That comes with responsibilities to get out there and exercise your vote. Whaley told me issues like abortion and gun safety have brought people to the polls. These are also economic issues, you know. If we don't keep our young people in the state, we'll continue to get further and further behind, and we've done that and gotten further behind over the past four decades with this party ruling. Her opponent and current governor, Mike DeWine, made an appearance at the Trump rally after traveling around the state. You know, in Ohio, Mr. President, we fund the police. We've done a great job doing that. We've cut our taxes. We're moving Ohio forward. In Columbus, Richard Solomon. Speaking of that Trump rally, rumors circulated yesterday that he would announce his candidacy for president during his rally for Ohio Republican candidates in Dayton last night. We will make America great again. Thank you, Ohio. But he did not declare any intentions for 2024, saying he'll make a big announcement next Tuesday. Cherie Strawn, a political science professor at the University of Akron, says all eyes are on that Senate race. Very tightly contested Senate races, ours being one of them, will make or break the difference between who controls the Senate, which will um, affect what kinds of policies get passed. The polls were to close at 730 tonight in Ohio. Republicans are hoping to maintain their control of the Ohio legislature in today's election. All 99 seats in the House of Representatives and 17 of 33 Senate seats are up for grabs. Republicans currently have a veto-proof majority in both chambers. They need 60 seats in the House, they have 64, and 20 in the Senate, they have 25, to override a governor's veto, assuming a vote along party lines. They used that power to override their own party's governor, Mike DeWine, during the COVID-19 pandemic on a measure weakening the governor's ability to respond to public health emergencies. Conducting an election requires tens of thousands of poll workers across Ohio. In Toledo, Lucas County Board of Elections Director Lavera Scott says it's an intricate matter. In the state of Ohio, Board of Elections are basically set up in a bipartisan 
environment anyway. Like for most positions, you're going to have a counterpart of the opposite party within the Board of Elections. That extends over into the polling locations as well, having at least one declared Democrat, one declared Republican per precinct. So we need to be able to try to make sure that we balance that. The average poll worker in Ohio gets 100 to $150 for working today. The Ohio Secretary of State's office says a record of just over one and a half million people in the state requested an absentee ballot or cast their ballot early in person, up 4% from the record set in 2018. ONN's Andrew Kenzie has more on what's motivating those voters. We asked voters why they chose to vote this time around. Inflation and crime. Those are the most two things that were at the forefront of my decision uh, making in there, and I voted accordingly. The economy pro-life, pro-choice, and I think character and trying to decide what we think leadership means. When the polls close at 7.30, early votes and absentee ballots will be the first ones counted. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Inflation is on the minds of voters in Toledo today. Chase Bachman has more. Brandy Volmer is a single mom with two kids. She says inflation has forced her to cut out certain items and go for less expensive alternatives. I have to do that all the time in order to make ends meet. Shoppers like Dave Roberts say the issue is one of the most important at the ballot box. It's probably one of the top three. Would be. But when it comes to the people voters put in office, Roberts hopes they can help people save a few dollars. One way they could do that is kind of lower the taxes a little bit for everyone. Chase Bachman reporting in Toledo. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost says the state is going after family dollar over deceptive pricing. Here's ONN's Tracy Townsend. Yost says a lawsuit filed yesterday claims the Virginia-based company advertises goods at one price on shelves and charges another, usually higher price, at checkout. The lawsuit, which was filed in Butler County in southwest Ohio, cites violations of Ohio's Consumer Sales Practices Act, saying that Family Dollar listed false prices on items and engaged in bait advertising. Last week, Yost announced a lawsuit against Dollar General over similar issues. I'm Tracy Townsend. There was one winner in last night's $2 billion Powerball drawing, which actually happened this morning because one of the states participating in the lottery had issues with processing ticket sales. The lone winning ticket was sold in California. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.